Welcome to The Nest Show, the podcast that brings you insights into the crypto market, trading and investment experiences, and what we're looking forward to as we navigate the space together. Before we get started with the show, I want to thank our friends and sponsors over at PrimeXPT, where many of our listeners have already signed up to trade by visiting the burbnest.com slash PrimeXPT. Now, we're excited to reward you with a very special offer brought to you by our friends at Prime. Visit the announcement channel on our Discord to learn how you can receive a one-time trading bonus equal to 50% of your deposit amount. Exciting times indeed. PrimeXPT is the most powerful trading platform offering immediate access to over 30 assets. Users may trade cryptocurrencies, forex, commodities, stock indices, and much more, all from a single Bitcoin-settled account. PrimeXPT gives experienced traders up to 100x leverage to multiply their capital while also providing users with multiple order types, low trading fees, and ultra-high liquidity to equip them with a one-of-a-kind trading experience. Registration does not require any user information. So visit the link below and start trading on Prime XPT in minutes. You'll be hearing much more about Prime XPT here and why we're so excited about the products they already offer, including a one-of-a-kind BTC and Ethereum options trading platform called Turbo and an upcoming co-vesting product that will give traders and investors alike an entirely unique opportunity to multiply their capital. We're excited to congratulate the Prime XPT team on a couple of project milestones starting with the launch of direct crypto purchases with the use of credit and debit cards. To learn more about how to purchase crypto on the PrimeXBT platform using debit or credit cards, visit PrimeXBT today for a complete walkthrough. Also, we want to regard Prime for their progress integrating TradingView chart technology into their charting platform and their continued progress with the co-vesting module that will allow traders to mirror the activity of other traders. To find out more about the extensive progress of the co-vesting build-out, visit the PrimeXPT blog for the most up-to-date information. And now for the show. What the Nest Show is. This is a podcast brought to you by the Burb Nest community, an independent crypto and forex-centered trading community built to sharpen each other in capturing opportunities in the markets while protecting capital along the way. What this is not, trading advice. We are not financial advisors, and you should not regard any information here or in the Nest Club as financial advice. You should always consult a licensed financial advisor before making any financial decisions. That was amazing, Ben with his amazing intro uh, and credits for our official partner of Prime XBD to the Burb Nest. And uh, let's kick it off as we should, right? Um, okay, then how about we start off with Bitcoin, right? Today's main, I guess, focus should be, uh, well, concerned around Bitcoin altcoins. Obviously, as always, we could have a look at legacy markets if that's what you want. Um, and I'm actually just going to let you know about our early, well, not even early, but just, um, well, it is early bird, you know, just article that we've just released. I haven't published that yet on Twitter. Uh, so you guys will be the first ones to actually just visit that. It's going to be about Fibonacci tools. Uh, but yeah, you know, uh, I'm going, I'm going to later let you know how to find it. Um, Right, Josh says, please say India. I think I just did. <laughs> I think that's okay. Um, yeah, but of course, you know, many India, many Indian people in here. That's awesome. Okay, then, uh, how about I just share the screen? 
with you guys. And we see, go to the charts and see what's cooking, right? Hope that's okay with you. And as always, you know, throughout the entire uh, throughout the entire session, you're more than welcome to go to the Q&A section, okay, on top, uh, next to the chat. And uh, any sort of like, you know, technical questions, okay, just the way the Giovanni did already, uh, make sure to, you know, to put them in there, okay? So here's your uh, chart request, request, and Q in a section, boom, sent, okay? Um, hello, first joining a webinar, just want to commend your tremendous value you and your team provide, thanks. You're more than welcome, man. That's all for you guys. I'm very happy you like it. And that's it, guys. You know, there is so much, you know, fucked up stuff going on in the world, right? I've always wanted to, actually, Bagsy already knows about it because actually, you know, last time we were in Vegas in October, I guess, or November it was, we, you know, had a couple of good talks, you know, uh, about the world, you know, just the way we live. And uh, I keep repeating, you know, there's so much evil and so much fucked up, you know, just stuff going all, all around the planet that I always try to actually contradict it. I want to go, you know, the other way. I want to actually help spread the goodness, okay? Spread the help and then just any positivity that it can get instead of, uh, you know, spreading all the hate and all these fucked up emotions. That's that's pretty bad inside if everybody just does it, right? Okay, um, I think if I share the screen, okay, you should be able to see the chart, right? Let me know very quickly if it's all visible to you. Okay, what we have displayed in here is for our charts and for our chart comparison, you know, for um, for how it looks. Well, for Bitstamp, for spot price and for futures price, okay, and CME, Chicago Mercantile Exchange. And as you know, Chicago Mercantile Exchange doesn't operate within or during the weekend. So this is most likely going to close within uh, next, what, four hours, that is? Or, you know, at the midnight, let's just see. Well, would it close? It's closing, it says it's closing in five hours, I guess, right? The daily close comes in five hours. Uh, so one way or another, uh, I was actually commenting on the similarities and differences, you know, yesterday already about, you know, between the spot price and the and the futures price. But what's, uh, <laughs> what's actually funny is that these charts look quite different, okay? This looks completely different. <laughs> and if I, and if somebody just you know drew the charts for me, okay, out of many, and you know covered the names and the stickers, and I mean the tickers, uh, I would not be able to tell these are the same charts. Okay, I would say they are. These are strongly correlated, but these are not the same charts. And there is a difference for that, and there is the reason for that, of course, because spot price is an actual price of an un, of, of this main. Uh, is the actual price of the main asset, okay, that we trade, while the futures, okay, this is not asset price, this is price of a contract, okay, uh, for an underlying asset. And futures, after it expires, after the contract settles, only then you can you become the owner for the underlying asset, okay? So until the contract realizes, okay, 
Now you're not the owner of Bitcoin, uh, per definition, at least, right? Although you do have some perpetual contracts, you know, you do have CFDs, contractful differences, like there are many other derivatives, including options, swaps, swaptions, and whatnot, okay? And that the main conclusion, the main uh, thing I want you to notice is that these charts can differ, okay? It's not necessarily 100% looking alike, just, you know, 100% of the time. And this is a perfect example for that. This entire drop, right? See when it happened. You don't see this chart drop, uh, well, this Bitcoin drop over the futures, right? And of course, you know, this was the case for uh, for the kind of close and open because actually it happened on the on the on the weekend, on this on, on Sunday, last Sunday, if I'm not mistaken, I guess, right? Um, one way or another, um, I kept talking yesterday about the different about the importance of well, I'm not going to 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 kind of like repeat all of that, but I was talking and spending quite a, quite some time on explaining why I do think you know this huge drop you know just the same way it happened you know or a similar mechanism it brought you know on March 15th this year, okay such instant drop flash drop whatever big move okay causes something that i call ptsd effect on the market okay because this huge drops uh well this huge drop brings tons of liquidations okay as far as i can remember it was about you know one billion dollar worth of liquidations within this single drop okay on this session and uh this means that Lots of people got liquidated. Lots of people got out of the market. You know, they got forced being squeezed out of the market. Um, and it simply takes time just the same way it did take time, you know, for Bitcoin on March 15th, okay, to start trading in a bit more predictable way, okay, in a way that I would call more technical. More technical, uh, more, well, Predictable again, right? I, I I wouldn't I wouldn't call that efficient because markets are not efficient by definition. Okay, these are just like a, you know, strategies, you know, uh, mixed with emotions. Okay, and emotions are about irrationality and efficiency. This is what pushes people, you know, to the limits, to the to making bad decisions and so on and so forth. Um, but all I mean, the main conclusion to derive from that is definitely that you know. Any sort of like big movement, it makes the market go crazy and mad and unpredictable uh, with lots of different moves, lots of different unexpected swings, twists, whatever, you name it. Um, much more than uh, when you compare that with, with, with a regular market without such flash drops. That's what I mean, right? So don't expect any actual clear technicals that you can see any like patterns uh, any well clear 100% working ways that it could apply to the, for that because the market is right now extremely inefficient it's extremely irrational okay at least i mean of course you know it kind of like settles down over the time as the time passes by and that's the main point, right? You just want to give the market time to relax, to actually recover from that PTSD effect, okay? Post-traumatic, like stress disorder, whatever. 
um, until it gets back to the normal trading. And it takes, for Bitcoin, it takes a couple of days, okay? A couple of days or, well, a couple of weeks, but more often than not, it, like from what I uh, kind of like noticed, it takes between four and 10 days, okay? Until the market becomes more again. Uh, when there is a pattern, then you can uh, kind of like assume that pattern is going to bring some significance, okay? Otherwise, again, it's nothing else than just consolidation and consolidation is lacking the direction, okay? And in one, uh, any chart pattern you see within, within the consolidation is lacking the momentum per definition. This is what sideways trend is, okay? So you don't expect, um, when you see a triangle, let's say symmetrical triangle, right? Somewhere, and it's somewhere in the, you know, in a range, we can even put it in here, right? Whenever Bitcoin starts, you know, just trading and shaping some symmetrical triangle, whatever, okay? It may happen that it just goes like fucking dead, okay? You, you would not necessarily expect typical classical, you know, breakout retest effect or breakdown retest, whatever, okay? You would see complete fuckery going on. And this is because of the market, again, uh, being in a process of recovering from this PTSD effect, as I will, as I did to call that, okay? Uh, but yeah, what this, that's definitely, you know, very interesting that, you know, to what extent this chart looks different um, when compared, you know, with the actual CME charts, okay? Um, and the most important part of that all, okay, you can again draw some some sort of like trend lines or whatever, but uh, within such big, you know, I guess, um, changes and differences, you know, when compared with spot price, um, I would be very, I would say cautious, okay, and I will not trust that 100%. So to me, you know, if I am a, a personally not a short-term trader for Bitcoin, okay, uh, so I, I wouldn't I wouldn't day trade that simply because of, of the way I play. But uh, you know, any short-term traders, any day traders, intraday scalpers, whatever, they should be uh, raised to the peak of their you know uh, awareness that whatever they do is bearing much greater probability of actually losing, because well. The market is, if a market goes sideways, okay, or it goes consolidation, any sort of like consolidation. And well, uh, this type of movement, okay, this contracting consolidation uh, to an extent, okay, that, uh, well, this is something that we could call a rising wedge, okay? This is something that we technically could apply as a ranging, as a, well, as a um, rising wedge that, again, is some sort of, consolidation it's not sideways per per se okay but it expresses still the market losing the momentum that's the idea of consolidation right consolidation occurs because market loses momentum so uh you know huge pump in here right just the way i was talking you know as one of the few uh, on twitter and we're not about the bitcoin you know just breaking out to the upside rather than downside, just like 99% of people will tell you on Twitter. Um, and this form of consolidation, if the trend is up, basically speaking, if the trend is up, you know, and it's up on, 
well, it's still up on a daily over, it's already overbought to an extent. But if the trend is on great momentum, okay, it may happen that it oscillates in the overbought area for a long time, okay? Just the way it did, of, for example, over here, right? Or over here, or well, wherever when Bitcoin was trading around 14K, okay, you would see few months, okay? Or well, should I say a few weeks to, well, to say at least, okay, of overbought uh, price action. So uh, the more, the lower it gets, okay, from the overbought like distance, the more distance it is from to the downside from the overbought area, the better opportunity for you to buy it becomes. Okay, <clears throat> and well, if we apply some clear technicals, you're going to notice that a key support is located at ten point five. Okay, then because it's the prior range high. Okay. And again, any sort of like chart pattern, it doesn't matter if it's symmetrical triangle, if it's, you know, uh, if it's pen on bull flag or, well, especially when it's sideways, okay? When it's classical range, of course, right? Of equal highs and equal lows. And when it's inverse head and shoulders or head and shoulders or whatever, it doesn't matter what it is because it is form of consolidation, and it is sideways. And you measure the sideways by the, by the actual base size, that is the distance, okay, between the high and the low, the extremes, okay, for the entire consolidation. And it, it's not surprise that, you know, it's not hard to tell when you zoom out that this was an uptrend and that this is not an uptrend anymore, right? This is not uptrend, simply it goes, it goes flat. And it goes actually, like, if you, if you apply, you know, and measure, for the highs, whether they, they make a sequence of, you know, just advancing highs or declining highs or lows, okay? You would see some sort of like weird um, triangular structure, but I would not truly dare to call that triangle, triangle per se, okay? And again, it doesn't matter because what it is, it's still the consolidation territory that's spread between the high and the low of, of, of well, uh, mark, you know, for, for the consolidation, right? That's, again, it doesn't matter what, you know, some sort of, like, beautiful shape it provides us with, okay? It's going to still be this range high and range low, uh, actually the other way around, uh, that's going to be crucial for us, right? And that's what I said, I will not dare to call to short and, or, sorry, to, to, to buy anything around the range highs, right? Or sell anything around the range lows. I would still more focus, okay? On um, selling the range highs and buying the range lows is the only short-term opportunities that I would dare to, to have, okay? If you go and see, you know, MA200, 200, 200 uh, well, average, okay? Now, uh, it's going to get you support around 10K, MA100 at around 10.8, 10.5, uh, sorry, uh, 11.5 would get you, or 11.4, whatever, around uh, MA50 for, for our chart, okay? Mm, but still what's significant on the larger scale, on the huge macro scale, okay, is going to be actual, um, I would say market outlook, okay? The market outlook. And the truth is that we broke to the new highs we made a higher high okay we made a higher high and that's what's significant 
and that's what's significant. And this higher high, um, well, best of course, if it holds this area as the new support, right? Just following classical polarity change principle that again, broken resistance turns into the support when it consolidates below the resistance and it breaks out, okay? And the polarity flips truly only when the support is held, when the new level and the prior resistance turns into the support effectively, okay? So uh, again, on the CME chart, you would not see what you saw on, um, on spot price. <clears throat> that is what I still think because, you know, CME, uh, the reason that I'm watching CME chart is because it's institutional exchange, okay? Uh, minimum unit to trade, okay, for futures is like one contract and one contract stands for five Bitcoins. So we don't have five, if you don't have five Bitcoins, you don't even, you're not even allowed to, you know, put any money on this exchange. It's most, most often and more often than not for big, you know, just funds for uh, hedge funds, trusts, whatever, okay, um, to trade. And that's what I think, and I love watching, you know, CME for comparison and, and just compare that with the spot price because there is often uh, quite mm, a difference in price the way you see it right now. The pricing for futures is 11 uh, 755, while for, for spot it's 11751. Okay, it's 100 bucks difference. Well, two days ago it was 200 or 300 bucks, you know, difference. And uh, when the futures is more expensive than spot price, it means nothing more than uh, it means nothing more than um, nothing, nothing more, nothing less than the contango situation. Okay, something that we call contango. Uh, and the opposite, the opposite way, and I mean, just to, just uh, so that contango is more often than not bullish. Okay, when the futures is more expensive, it leads because of the institutional again. Uh, well, for Bitcoin, for the institutional money trading higher, you know, evaluating Bitcoin price to be higher and greater than the spot price, it more often than not uh, makes Bitcoin just follow up on the spot price. That's what it did. Okay. When Bitcoin price on the CME was trading at, well, you can see that, okay? When it was trading around what, like 11.56, okay? The spot price was 11.2, 11.3. And boom, it actually followed perfectly, okay? Or almost perfectly because on, uh, well, again, another difference, right? On, um, on daily chart, it would make, I guess, uh, yeah, it would make, you know, actually it topped 12.80, right? So it's somewhat, uh, you know, just made it equal to this week that was not present, uh, you know, for, for Bitcoin previously on the, on the spot price, I mean, for on the futures, right? So, this entire period to me, especially after this effect, is generating arbitrage opportunities, okay? And these arbitrage opportunities, uh, that's that's what it always, you know, for, for Contango and the opposite version of Contango that is backwardation when the futures is less expensive, is cheaper than a spot, okay? Then more often than not, it's short and bearish because, again, it generates the arbitrage opportunity, okay? And, uh, well, it takes time for the market to catch up with one another to an extent. Okay, and uh, 
and sooner than later, the price tends to go balanced. It tends to go equal between the exchanges as much as possible. Okay, so um, again, let's dive in very quickly, or should I say before? Let's see. Um, let's see. Let's see what's uh, what's cooking in the Q and A section. Okay, there are no new questions. Um, but that's fine. Okay, um, I'm actually going to cover the Q and A in a section uh, in a sec in a second. But if we go and dive into the structure of this local dump on Bitcoin, okay, how it looks. Okay, so we can already tell that it was some liquidity hunt more often, more more likely. Okay, if such moves happen on one minute chart, uh, it should not be taken literally. Okay, into consideration. It might have been some big um, whale money. I mean, this is whale money, okay? No, but no, no, no small peanut money is going to move the market by 400 bucks, okay? This had to be some sort of like big sell off, most likely some bot sell off, or over, oh, or, or simply market sell, okay, coming from some larger position. And um, let's actually very quickly have a look if it stays the same, if it's the same effect on the Coinbase and other exchanges. Um, and it actually is only to an extent, right? And it is only to an extent because it's quite, uh, it is quite, um, How to call that? Quite a difference, I guess, 200, 300 bucks, right, on this dip. So this is what happens on less liquid exchanges that, again, Bitstamp, you know, Coinbase at times gets, okay? So uh, for full picture and true valuation of Bitcoin price, okay, and, um, across the markets, you are more than suggested to watch not only spot price, okay, versus dollar, or even more, you know, versus USDT, for example, that is derivative of dollar, it's not dollar, okay? It's back to dollar one-to-one, -one, but it's not dollar, and it's not real fiat currency. So again, it has own fluctuations, okay? Only the fluctuations that also still represent, you know, the price movement for Bitcoin. But one way or another, uh, what I think, you know, I tend, uh, it actually, you know, weeks like that happen on Bitstamp from time to time. So this is not something new to me. Uh, and when it always, and always when it happens like that for Bitstamp, you know, to be, to see big drop, okay. Um, that is not present on other exchanges. I would prefer to, first of all, short and switch the exchange to Coinbase, okay. Uh, or from Coinbase to Bitstamp, or from Bitstamp to Coinbase, the other way around, whatever. But this is just going to show you a bit more, I should say, um, a real situation. And to me, to me, the real situation is that we tapped the range lows. Okay, of the local local movement, of the local movement. And if we compare that, you know, on 15-minute chart, 
okay for futures um again you would see something different because this is going to look, look differently so there are kind of like you know quite a, quite differences right there are quite some differences um and again this fake out right this fake i call that fake out well it's technically not the cleanest sfp just the way you would call that you know swing failure right um because it actually this candle just dropping candle did not close above the broken support okay it closed below but still the candle right after okay this entire uh well zone of price just simply makes it uh short term demand okay so i want to see to make it uh well to continue trading inside the range and to call that just a fake out I want to see, you know, some retest uh, of it, okay? That's held as a support, okay? Then later it continues again, most likely to the uh, to the mid-range, right? Mid-range levels that for this tiny consolidation on 15-minute chart, okay, is going to be around 11.8, okay? Um, but yeah, this is just pure consolidation, right? For now, this is remains a fake out. Um, and as long as it remains a fake out, this was a buying opportunity. And any fake out is a buying opportunity. It is, and it is a fake out because of large money buying. Okay. So again, the main conclusion for Bitcoin is that it's not fucking safe right now, simply. And when it's not safe, when it's not predictable, when TA is, as you can tell, you know, all over the place on different exchanges, then why would you attempt to be smarter than those who make the market? Okay. Why don't you just wait? Why don't you just wait and make it, you know, more stabilized? Um, but again, you know, if we apply this entire, um, you know, range analytics, let's say, okay, you're going to notice that the mid-range level is located around, you know, 11.3. Okay, it's 11.3. Mm, the range low at 10.5 range high 12.1 okay so the extremes are kind of like similar bit stump against um well bit, bit stump against you know the the dollar in here let's just quickly have a look okay mm. Chris is saying so ta is difficult now well, things are difficult, man. <laughs> things are always difficult, um, but that's what that's why I keep learning, right? That's why I keep learning. Um, and nothing is simple. Like making money is fucking difficult, right? It's like there is a reason why one percent of, of of this entire fucking planet just owns most of the capital, right? Not many of your neighbors you'll find rich, okay? Just on average, unless you reach, you, you live in some rich, you know, hometown, whatever. Mm. Okay, then, so with that all in mind, okay? With that all in mind, 
again, we can try to apply some sort of like analyt, like technical analytics to that, but I would not necessarily trust that 100% because of the PTSD effect, just the way I said, okay? So you would see the range high and range low. You would see consolidation, any sort of like consolidation is only playable to me, okay? Outside the pattern. So I would not necessarily, unless the range is fucking huge, okay? Uh, I will not dare to play what's inside the pattern while, you know, it's just lacking the direction, okay? It's lacking the direction, it's lacking the momentum, the pressure. So best to wait for the breakaway test to press any longs, okay? Or best to press short only if it provides you with breakdown retest, okay? The retest here is extremely important because it can easily otherwise just, again, fake out the move, Okay? just to grab the liquidity. And this liquidity hunts happen all over the less liquid assets, right? Less liquid markets. And this is the way of accumulating or, or just, you know, distributing for larger money to trap people. Because this is zero-sum game, like for, for the large, for wise, large money for the market makers and whales to actually, you know, sell a lot, they will need a lot of buyers, okay? So that what they can do is they can make people buy because they see a you know breakout that they read in a book that this is bullish, okay. And when everybody does, they actually can dump millions of dollars, okay, on you. Now uh, just later, you know, fake out and you know break down this entire uh, pattern, or whatever. That's what I was supposed to be bullish, okay. So at least knowing that this is consolidation, okay, this PTSD effect turns into consolidation for Bitcoin. Um, it's lacking, you need to recall and remember, memorize that it's lacking the direction. That's the first rule. That is this, this means that any chart pattern is not going to be necessarily reliable. But uh, so with that already in mind, I would only, you know, just want to press longs here. Okay. If it breaks out and makes the retest in some sort of like a consolidation for further upside, okay. And again, technicals will get you the actual target, you know, based on the measured movement, or based on the measured uh, movement measuring rule, whatever you name it, okay? That That is spread between the extremes, okay? So technically speaking, okay, if we break our retest on this larger, on this larger range, it's going to get you around 14K targets, okay? Which again, to me, also, you know, later, just a matter of time. Um, but if it breaks down, okay, and it consolidates and it rejects, respects this broken support that flipped into resistance, okay, and it consolidates in some form of like a bearish pennant, you know, bear flag, whatever, uh, it would technically mean that it could expect downside movement, okay, of 400 bucks size, that will get you to the actual retracement level of 62% of down to, you know, between 62% and 79% of overall retracement regarding and measured from the top to the bottom. Okay. And this is going to get you, this area is going to get you the buying opportunity. Okay. For short term and for mid term at least. So that's, that's what I can tell and see. That's what I can tell and see. But as long as it stays inside the range, it's not going to be attractive to trade. 
as I said, I'm going to I'm going to answer the chart questions only that are placed in the Q and A section, right? I want to be fair towards everybody, and appreciate those who actually listen to what I say. Uh, Yota BDC, let's quickly have a look at Yota or Iota, whatever you name it. Mm. Or well, I actually have the chart, right? I have had the chart already. So let's just have a look. Okay. It's looking quite nice. It's not looking bad. Okay, it's still looking in some long in this long-term consolidation just the way I keep telling, right? Of of the momentum on the weekly is uh well is a bit of well consolidating on the slightly more bearish side for long term right now, but it can easily flip because this is still consolidation, right? And I still think you know, accounting the technicals alone, okay. Uh, well, this is quite bullish, right? As long as it held, as long as it's you know, as it's held for uh, for the MA fifty, this orange little one, okay. As long as these levels are held, um, I think you know, this is quite likely. This is quite likely because again, this is some sort of consolidation, right? The consolidation is measured between the extremes. Uh, while the linear chart would show it a, a bit different story, the actual price ascends. Okay, so you could apply the price ascends here and make it, I guess, like orange, whatever, to see the real valuation and the meat of this entire movement, right? Rest is just a wiki area of liquidity, uh, Hans. Uh, but still, I think, you know, as long as it holds the MA50, I think this is safe. I think this is good, right? And it's still aiming uh, towards, well, by definition, even a of lower, of actually of low account of 50 weeks, 50 week averages, uh, you know, just held. The next one, right, technically would be the confluence area between the range highs, okay, and the MA100. And that's what I would anticipate. Now, on daily, it's looking bullish, you know, alignment of stochastic and histogram TK from derived from Tenkan out of Ichimoku. 12 hours is bullish per momentum. Four hours is bullish, although soon correction. Hourly is slightly correcting, right? Hourly seems to be slightly correcting. But yeah, one way or another, I think that's that's what I would, that's what I would anticipate, right? And that's what I would anticipate. Yeah, so let it. Um, and again, just for, just as any range, right? If it gets if it gets you the buying opportunity around the range logs, you just buy that. Let's quickly have a look at the next ones. I'm trial going to try to have most of them. Uh, scared of BTC weakness of today? Do you think it can lose 10.5k support uh, and start a new monthly downtrend? Like there is no monthly downtrend, mate. Monthly is an uptrend. Monthly is an uptrend. Monthly is the bullish, uh, one of the most bullish it has ever been. Okay? There's no way it's bearish, simply. Right? The momentum has recovered this entire effect of the semi-bear market of 2019, okay, since August to June or May 2020. It's all fully recovered, right? Like it's history, it's the past. 
not after such fucking crazy close just the way it would uh you know it came on july right long-term macro scale is super bullish which means that any short-term uh short-term dip the larger it gets it just gives you better entry because you know that the momentum for the long term is set upwards right so it doesn't change all over the day uh xtzbdc one day let's quickly have a look on that by the way guys i keep repeating that but if you actually go you know the easiest way the easiest way to always get you know get and see um you know whether or what actually you know many people ask what's my bias on on that on that on this and that or you can get your bias extremely fucking easy okay it's super easy to get like i'm, I'm just having you know the spotlight right in front of me so I, I don't see this uh i guess this is the bottom mm, so if you go to and find the bitcoin pair right and search for xtz you're going to see something like that okay so what we can tell after current, uh, well, especially after after the recent dump on Bitcoin, okay, it made altcoins to correct heavily. And uh, and this is what makes you know this weekly current be to be set for bearish. It can easily change over the time, of course. But well, commenting on the bias, short-term bias is bearish, four-hour bias is bearish, daily is neutral. Okay, this change over the time. But uh, that's that's the bias we would be looking for. Okay, so I would not be if it's all if it's mainly bearish. I would not necessarily search or consider longs to be the safest place to go to, uh, per definition, right? So I would, um, I guess you know, as you recall, you know, I had a couple of good trades, also that I posted up publicly on Twitter, uh, on teasers, right? recently yesterday actually i got stopped on on this larger downside movement okay uh, i got um i got stopped on that i i mean i still got you know very good you can profit because of this entire you know just rally up of eight ten percent but um overall i dislike current rejection of that okay so you want to see again this is huge some huge descending triangle in here okay and this this is no doubt about it this is huge descending triangle, right? Descending triangle itself is a consolidation, and this is a long-term consolidation, right? So if you're a long-term trader, you would just wait naturally for the break or retest for longs or breakdown retest for shorts. But if you are a short-term trader, okay, or medium-term trader at least, you will, I want to right now after this ugly reaction out of Bitcoin, I want to see for save longs, okay, to reclaim this complex set okay of free mas that act as the resistance clearly okay so to me the difference between the actual price distance between 29 and 28 acts as a resistance as a supply so i want to see the supply reclaimed first to make it a good buying opportunity most likely towards the range highs or uh well to the diagonal resistance that's my view right now Okay, but if you want to buy, well, I guess it's waited to wait. Uh, it's safer to wait for the uh, range, uh, range lows or area around the range lows because, well, if it's bullish, if it's said to be bullish, okay, it needs to make a higher low, 
and the lower it gets, the lower chances this you know makes that this is a higher low and the bit more bearish it gets. So at first you want to see for me, okay? Uh, I would not be interested for the next days, you know, in the next days to trade Tezos short term, okay? As long as it stays below the supply in here. You go and you first thing you see is sign up free that says free seven trial days, okay? No commitments. And it's fucking true. You go to sign up free, you just place your email address, okay? You just place your name. Mark out that you are not a robot because we are not allowing fucking robots. Okay, <laughs> and you get your free trial, and that's it. You activate it on Discord, and you have seven days for free, complete seven days free. And this is the way you can go and you know just have all of these contents, all of these channels. Okay, this this Burbicator channel that will get you all the instructions on how to, you know, on this masterclass on Burbicator and how to trade using the Burbicator. You know, all of these video reports that I make for people every single, uh, well, session that I that I analyze the Bitcoin report, right? All the Bitcoin reports in the written form, you know, all the channels for from our traders, market scanners, and this applies as well, you know, for uh, for for the legacy markets. You would see legacy scanner as well, right? For gold, for silver, for uh, well, cotton, wheat, okay, copper, natural gas, and so on and so forth. Even if you go to the indices, you'd see NASDAQ, okay, or SPX, and so on and so forth. So uh, you go to the burdens.com, you press sign up free, and it gets you seven days free. I promise nobody's going to charge you for a fucking penny, okay? Forget it. It's free. Um, okay, then. So we have a couple more minutes to go. OLTBDC. Let's just have a, qu have a quick look, okay? on that uh it's that olt bdc okay okay so coin on qcoin uh weekly is quite uh quite impactful on the momentum it's a lot of weeks it's a lot of liquidity just movement so what i want to see a lack of liquidity to be fair so what i want to see the linear chart to see the actual valuation okay and what i can tell is well it's shaping some sort of like a double bottom to me for the price ascents okay so i could anticipate it would get you the retest around 14 uh what's that 14,000 satoshis if you go to the daily okay um if you go to the daily, it's actually nicely confirmed setup, right? You had an accumulation. You had, again, another double bottom after the downtrend, which is fine. Um, so again, gauging on the double bottom itself, okay, you can anticipate movement of this size of 3,000 3, sats. So it's close, it's close to the resistance area, I guess, or at least the, you know, the place that the target anticipated expires to an extent. Okay, so I will consider that short-term supply. The momentum is also in the overbought area, although it's not necessarily uh, bearish yet. Okay, uh, 
last few sessions on the mid-daily chart is going to show you the consolidation because of the divergence between the stochastic and uh, that's what I mean, right? There's a difference um, of the directional difference, I mean, you know, between the stochastic and the histogram of TK, TK okay, momentum. Um, often can engage oscillators, uh, well, momentum. Mm, it made it made new it made new high over here, which is bullish. So let it just consolidate a bit. Let it respect this one, okay, as a new support. Uh, because otherwise, if it's broken, I'm going to anticipate you know it throws back the price to around this area. So it would be quite a significant drop, okay, with the first stop at the MA50. For our short term, well, again, it does show. It's, it is showing some sort of like a consolidation, right? This is not looking like a down, like an uptrend. So uh, as I said, you want to see for any consolidation, you want to see before you make any movement to see where the direction just follows. Okay. Uh, but yeah, that's that's the way I would I would see the actual um, setup for all all L OLT BDC, but. Frankly speaking, I have no idea what it fundamentally is. Very quickly, QNT long term. Okay, QNT long term. Let's just have a very quick look. QNT long term. I guess it's Bitcoin price because it's not. It's not made it clear. Okay. Long term. So let's just go right away. Uh, it's looking bearish to me. Okay, it's looking bearish. It is holding, you know, it is holding the MA support for now. So some short-term like a supply, uh, sorry, demand, I guess. But I would not necessarily trust to buy a movement that actually recovered this, you know, broke down and recovered fully retraced after this huge buying candle, okay? So to me, the trend is locally reversed, especially that it made lower low. Okay, so perhaps some some local, local pullback, right? But... Momentum is slightly set, is definitely set to the bearish side. Yeah, yeah, guys. I mean, I appreciate all of the questions, okay, in the chat, but it's impossible to answer and filter out, you know, all the questions if it's not placed in the Q&A. Uh, as I said, come over to the premium, okay, for seven days free, and I'm, you're going to have thousands of charts analyzed for you within a matter of minutes. Uh, it's not only from me, okay, but from the, my 15-person team. It's the largest team around. Uh, and this is one of the largest communities, one of the most reputable communities, and actually the only one that survived and grown so fucking much since 2017. But before I let you go, I want you to go to theburnness.com slash blog, or just simply pick, you know, the header. You just go uh, and pick the blog, okay? It's going to show you all of our contents, right? All of, our, all of my, uh, my, well, articles, reports, and whatnot, and this is our latest article on the Fibonacci tools, on Fibonacci retracement, Fibonacci extensions. And I think it's beautifully written by uh, by Crypto Penguin, okay, our amazing, amazing uh, team member. Uh, super talented guy, by the way. Super talented guy. So you make sure, okay, with the help of actually Crypto Yoda, also great guy. Uh, they made an amazing article on Fibonacci retracement tool and extremely easy, okay, in explaining how it works. So you just go and read this article, okay? I'm going to post it 
uh, here on the webinar sessions. I'm going to post it as well uh, in here, okay? I'm going to pin that very quickly. Uh, but that's, uh, that's what I want you guys to have a look at, okay? It's free. On my website, on thebermness.com, you're going to see a fucking gold mine of free content, okay? This, this website, I mean, you can go there every single day of your life, okay? And it's going to get you so much, like, you're more than welcome to, you know, review all of the aspects of that. Uh, and what you're going to get as our official, like, member, subscriber, and so on. But it's only for serious people, okay? We're not having, we're not fucking around. Uh, so if you go to the all the resources that we have, you want to go and get your free nest letter. Okay, I love the name, by the way. <laughs> I was super, super, uh, like, you know, uh, pressing towards having the name instead of newsletter towards having the nest letter. Okay, you're gonna you put so you put your name, you put your email, and you get it instantly on your mailbox. Okay, and it's going to get you variety of free fucking amazing high quality content. Okay, for traders, TA technical analysis, fundamental analysis, gems, long term, uh, under the radar, you know, under the radar picks that nobody's going to tell you on Twitter. You get it all for free, and if you are too lazy to go and get your free content, okay, then there is no fucking way you ever make good money. I swear to God. And then all that I that I do in that share is not necessarily for you, right? And you would do just better focusing on other activities than trading. That's true. So get your newsletter, and you're also going to get all the gold mine of our infographics. Like people tell this is the highest quality infographics on, on crypto Twitter right now. Okay, and it's free. You just go right click down on that, print that, put it on your wall, whatever. Now you also are welcome and encouraged to go and see and watch, you know, whatever you get, uh, uh, whenever you get, again, some open webinar, you just want to go to watch your free webinar. You put your email, email uh, and first name so we can contact you and immediately you get that in your maze box, okay, notification for the newest webinar. Uh, and you just watch all the prior webinars that are listed, and not every is listed, of course, because we, for our members, we hold uh, at least one webinar a day, okay? With huge variety of podcasts that we do on the Nest Show, again, Spotify, YouTube, any sort of like platform, when you combine that with blog, you can sit and read day in, day out, and become a way better trader and way better person than what done you came, okay? By just having it for free. And I'm not even mentioning this seven days free that you can get, okay? You go seven days free, sign up free, and you're going to get all of that. Uh, whether you're going to stay or not, well, this is this is your choice. Nobody's going to get you, chase you, right? And as I said, we are not, I'm not pressing anybody. I'm, I'm not going to chase anybody asses to, to join, right? It needs to be personal decision. That's it, guys. I really appreciate your coming. Uh, I'm very happy that you attended this this webinar. Um, and this is, well, all that I actually brought for you today. Um, make sure to just stay with me, right, on Twitter. Make sure to stay with The Nest on Twitter. Make sure to come over and say hi on the premium. So, uh, it's free. I swear to God, nobody's going to charge you for a penny, okay? Uh, I'm putting the 
stop over my screen sharing. Uh, not sure if Bagsy is still around, but I'm, I'll, I'll make sure to, to hold one webinar, exclusive webinar with Bagsy. This is amazing guy, one of the most talented, talented guy on Twitter, I tell you that, right? So if you don't follow Bagsy yet, you go to the Burnest. Oh, well, I'm not sure you get a, you get Bagsy at theburnest.com, right? I just said that out of a, out of a, out of like a custom, like just saying, but uh, if you go, if you go on Twitter, just make sure to type in Bagsy, right? And follow this guy, this amazing guy. Uh, that's all, guys. I really appreciate it. Hope you stay safe. Hope you enjoy that. Uh, this was Crypto Burp on premium webinar for you guys. God bless you. Cheers. Love you. Bye. Bixi is an easy-to-use cryptocurrency exchange. Get verified in minutes. Buy and sell popular cryptocurrencies on a safe, compliant, insured U.S. exchange. Enjoy everything you need in one place. A two-way ramp for major currencies credit and debit card support, an industry-leading API, responsive customer support, and a five-star mobile app. Love your primary cryptocurrency exchange? If not, make the switch to Beeksy today. Visit Beeksy by clicking the link in the description. I'd like to thank our listeners for joining this episode of The Nest Show. Again, we want to thank our sponsors at PrimeXBT for their support of the show and for their support of our listeners. Once again, after signing up to trade at theburbnest.com slash PrimeXBT, be sure to follow up on the announcement channel of our Discord and learn how to capitalize on their generous trading bonus offer that they've exclusively made available to our community. If you've appreciated the depth and breadth of what you've heard with us today, subscribe to our podcast and find our landing page at theburbnest.com. We have a vibrant Discord community which acts as our central hub of operations, and we welcome you to join us at theburbnest.com slash discord. We also offer an extensive free bulletin on emerging crypto market trends, exclusive undervalued gem reports, and in-depth expert technical and fundamental analysis at theburbnest.com slash bulletin. We always appreciate engagement from our community, which of course means liking the video and subscribing to our page, where we insist on bringing you the highest quality content available. Also, we're happy to incorporate tips and topics from our listeners and encourage you to email us at thenestro at theburbnest.com. This podcast is brought to you by The Burb Nest. Thank you and trade on.